Jamie's here. Like all our guests, she's on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Hello. So. Hello. You came to town, and at least for part of the trip, you stayed at the mansion with the moat, with the security, the castle known as the Derusha House. How did that work out? Well, it was great. The Derushas are amazing hosts. We had an amazing time. You realize um, you can tell the truth on this show. I mean, you, you don't. I mean, you know, Doug's child is not being held hostage right now. You can actually be forthcoming. Go ahead. Uh, so. No, I, let me tell you, the, the Derushas have an amazing red wine collection. Yes, they do. I now see yes, all those do. wine fest events. Uh, the donations have been plentiful, and I enjoyed my time at their house. Yes, I was invited Friday, but I had been out, um, I know this won't shock you, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I knew what that (laughs) night was going to be about, and Jason confirmed it, and I said, I miss that I I didn't see her, but I needed a night to get stuff done. You needed a break. And and, and to not say, are we opening another one? I just, I needed that. (laughs) I needed that night. Uh, okay, outside of hanging with Jason, tell folks yeah. what you did. Okay, well, my girl Jill over at Skin Savvy oh, yeah. uh, across from Ridgedale wants want to know where you've been. D- you told her that we're friends, I take it. Yes. Yes. And she wants to know why you haven't been in to see her. Because sh- you probably need a little refresher. Yeah, well, trust me, I look in the mirror on uh, as little as possible. But when I do, uh, yes, I, 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 in fact, that's a good reminder. Once the show finishes, there's rather large project in my life right now that is, uh, my life is focused on. But I will also reach out to Jill and say, what can we do with this face? What, what can be done? Yeah, melt, melt, melt the stress away just by going to see Jill. Yeah, this is, know? again, the dumb things men do where they will say, hey, I won't see somebody who can give you a facial and maybe other things or a massage or a pedicure, a pedicure, excuse me. I'm too much of a man. Well, good. I always no, say this good because no. then I can get in easy. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> that, Doug is a big fan of the pedicures. I don't know about you, but they're, they're big gr- fan. They're great. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... You are incredibly loyal to Jill. That was a significant part of your trip back here, right? Well, I'm getting wedding ready end Mm -hmm. of February. So I've always been very honest. I get the Moxie facial, which is like a, I don't know, crazy laser beam light something. And um, a little Dysport, which is like a version of Botox between my eyes uh, because I get those little 11s. I had a producer at CBS tell me once I was starting to look angry even when I was happy. So <laughs> I get that taken care of by Jill. And I, you know what? I have her do it so that I don't look like a real housewife of yeah. Orange County out here. So no, that's it keeps good. it natural. But, you know, it takes six to eight weeks for everything to kind of, like, settle in to its uh, place. So we're five and a half weeks out from the wedding. So it was time okay, so to this, get in. So, this, yes, it yeah. was. This is a February 29th wedding. Uh, yeah, not nearby. Leap on leap day. Yeah, in Australia. 
um, uh-huh. on your expected plans, where you want to be at this point as we talk here on January, what is it, 18th? January 16th. 16th. Wasn't even 16th. close. Wasn't even close at all. At least I got the month right. Um, are you on schedule? Are you far behind? Or are you ahead? How do you feel about this? Yeah, pretty good. We got we got some little stuff that's actually become complicated, like signage, because I don't live there to be able yeah. to just, like, go do that. Um, so then do I do a digital download and put that on my future sister-in-law to go do, or do I like pay the extra money to have a professional service, like just do it, take care of it, set it up. But then that's like, it seems like a waste of money. I don't know. So there's like little things that have become complicated. The big things basically we're at the time frame where you just have to start paying everybody. Yeah. So that's always fun. <laughs> um, but for the most part, like pretty good. good. Um, have great. some meetings this week with, you know, the vendors just to make sure everything's good to go. We're in the right frame of mind with stuff. Um, my mother is in town visiting today. We're going to go oh. through some wedding stuff. So I think I'm in pretty good shape. That's nice to have your mom there. Tell her I said hello. That's great. Um, I will. Going yeah. back to your, your Minnesota visit, I saw from Instagram that you even as cold as it was, and you're a native of here, but Doug and his son not, you still jumped into nope. some outdoor stuff, and I think that's I think that's great. I'm glad you did it. That's Everybody got North Face for Christmas this year, knowing this trip was coming. <laughs> um, so uh, Doug's son actually this morning told Doug that he had an amazing weekend and he wants it to be a yearly tradition. Oh, well, that would be great. So the, the, Cal- the California kid fell in love with ice fishing, snowmobiling, sledding. Um, yeah, the whole thing. Well, and the thing about snowmobiles now, I, I snow, I've mentioned this before. I, I snowmobiled a lot as a kid, and then I, I have snowmobiled a couple times the last 10 years or so. Snowmobiles yeah. are so fun right now. I mean. They are. And they're just great places to go. You know, ideal world, we'd have, you know, 50, 60 inches of snow for snowmobiling. But was where you went, was it still okay? Was there still plenty of snow and we went up to lake Lax. i have to be honest it was you know i i was shocked as a native minnesotan but the nine-year-old and the australian didn't know any different and yeah. thought wow look at all this snow so you know i i went hey guys we'll come back another year hopefully you know you'll see what it's really like yeah. but you know neither of them had ever experienced temperatures like that before either so just that was a novelty uh, sure. in and of itself so yeah, it, it was okay. You know, we got a little worried because I know you guys had had some warm temperatures, but mm-hmm. um, my buddy Dave's family had been going uh, to a particular place on Lake Mille Lacs for a long time. He knew there were 13 inches of ice. They drilled the holes. You know, we felt safe um, with with them, and uh, all was well. Where is the cutoff for Jamie Ucas if you're hosting someone from out of town versus you're visiting someone out of town? If either they're staying at your place or you're staying at someone else's place, where is it too much time where you say, okay, I really appreciate it, but no, I can't, I can't, I can't stay that long or, or wait, you're really going to stay this long at my house. Well, so it's funny, Doug and I actually had this conversation because 
Doug felt really bad we were only going to the Drush's house one night because he's like, oh, we're going to dirty the sheets. Like, we have to use towels. Like, that's so much laundry for Alyssa. You know, like, we shouldn't be doing this. And I was like, I actually think one night is kind of nice. Like, you pack it, you know, you you know you've got one night, so you kind of have a good time, pack it in, and then you get out of people's hair. Yeah. You know, you don't have to make extra plans. Uh, So, I don't know. I could go, I guess people could go either way with that. My grandmother used to say, company is like fish. After three days, they start to stink. (laughs) Yeah, I think... Outside of unique circumstances, I think that's about the right number. Harrigan, um, this Dave here, uh, a man who likes to save a penny, not a dollar, a penny. Dave, where's your cutoff on how long you would stay at someone's house or someone could stay at your place? I could stay at my place for about six hours. Um, depending on the cost of the hotel, I'm moving in, baby, if I'm traveling. You might, like, you know, if you went to Southern California, you might be good. Jamie, we're going to be out there for, what, 10 days? Is that the master bedroom? I'll take that. If you could move your stuff out of the master bedroom, uh, we'd like the whole closet, and we'd like two sets of keys. Yeah, we're going to VRBO this thing, so... Six hours. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, hang on. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, just... So quickly, during my when I covered the Olympics, uh, I think in Japan, the Derushes came and stayed in my house. That was actually quite nice. I wasn't there. Oh so yeah, they stayed the whole week. Yes, no, they, that, that is good. That that worked out well. I'm told though you brought in a power washing situation. That probably was a good thing to do. Right, just, just to be safe, <laughs> just to make sure. All right, take, we're going to take a short break. I'm going to come back and talk to you about the story. So about workplace wellness programs. And what the benefit okay. might be. Jamie is here. She's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. We'll return in moments on CCO. Sade, 65 today. So we're playing her great music. Our friend Jamie Uke is back with us at uh, 51 past one. Story from the New York Times talking about employee mental health services and how this has really become a billion-dollar industry. How a lot of people are drawn to, let's say, a variety of jobs. And if they're somewhat comparable, hey, where can you help me in in certain ways? Well, there is a study by a British researcher, Jamie, who analyzed the responses for 46,000 workers at companies that offered such programs, programs like digital wellness solutions, mindfulness, massage classes, resilient workshops, coaching sessions, sleep apps, you know, some some good things that help people. The survey, again, of 43,000 that offered such program found people who participated in them were no better than the colleagues who did not. The one area where they said it uh, helped was individuals who did charity or volunteer work did seem to have a positive effect, but the other areas, the apps, the coaching, the relaxation classes, the courses in time management for financial health had little or no positive effect. What do you think about that? Well, because you can add all that stuff in, but at the end of the day, you're still working. Like, you're not, you're not like, rich. You're not not working. You still have to go to work, right? So like, the stress, the drama, the difficult colleagues, they're all still there when you come back from your Calm app, right? Like, Yes. 
Yes, that's true. They don't oh. just go away because you're you're distressing yourself for an hour. But and we've talked about this on air, off air, how in life there are all sorts of ways to get away from work, maybe get away from your significant other and find ways, <laughs> mindfulness, sleeping, apps, relaxing, exercising and how helpful they can be. And I don't doubt this has become a billion-dollar industry that jobs are fighting uh, to get employees, like maybe individual employees or collective, and they advertise. They believe in these things, and I get that it's one study, but it's 46,000 people saying, nah, really didn't have any effect at all. Well, I I just wonder, though, too, like, you know, I know our company offers, you know, certain web-based therapy sessions and apps and the call mat, you know, you can get subscriptions to different stuff, but like you can't use it while at work. So you're having to still choose when you are using those things, right? Like, like I'm half kidding, but you know, I think about like a lot of the reporters in our newsroom still have to go out and cover horrific things uh, just because they can then, you know, talk to a line at the end of the day. I don't know that that takes away all the horrific things they've had to cover and then go home you know, I think when you when you and I have talked about mindfulness and doing therapy and, mm-hmm. um, you know, going to yoga and all that kind of stuff, it's, you know, it's we've decided at that particular time, like, this is, I need to do this for myself, where, like, if you just offer it at work and you can't use it while you're at work, um, I don't know that that, like, would that change anything? Well, I think some businesses will carve out time for you, not as, it's, it's they're the minority. There's no doubt about it. But I think the last part that you said is the key. If these businesses offer up the variety of things, including what you said, mindfulness, yoga, different apps, if you really believe in them and you think they'll help you and you explore them, that's one thing. (coughs) Excuse me. You're there and your colleagues are saying you should try this and you do it. And you're kind of half-hearted, you're tepid, or you say, well, at least I don't have to work for 30 minutes, then you're really not going to get the the big bang for the buck, correct? Right. Well, I just, I think of like, you know, I had some friends that invited me to a sound bath. And at first I'm like, what is this? Like, okay, woohoo, I live in Los Angeles now. And it wasn't until I went and I experienced it and I understood and, you know, like was able to do it on my, on my off time that what, I was like, oh, what I'm was it again? I just see a, a sound bath. So a it's like where they vibrationally do bowls um, and it's supposed to like help attune, you know, your body's like mostly water. So it's like supposed to get you in realignment kind of with your, your senses and your body and stuff. Uh, it's like an energy thing. And effort, you know, I mean, I think that's the other thing is like a lot of people, I mean, you and I talk about this too, while we take care of our mental health and talk about therapy, Mm -hmm. there's still a stigma attached to this. I could see people like, hey, we're going to offer a sound bath class or a yoga class or, and people just go, okay, way to get out of work for 30 minutes. (laughs) Like, okay. Like not fully throwing themselves into what the benefit is, right? It's not until you actually want to experience it or understand it or see if there's a benefit to you. You know, like I have a girlfriend who does acupuncture. She she swears it like it helps her. She loves it. You know, um, she feels better. I I've done acupuncture a couple of times. Like it's fine. I'm not really that into it. So I think it's probably also what, you know, these places are offering. And Mm -hmm. if they align with 
what you get out of it. Here's right? what I, here's what I would like out of my company. I want them to get out of bankruptcy, and I would like to have carpet here in this studio, which isn't from the 1940s. Those are the two things that I'm looking oh for. I'm looking for right now. All right, great stuff as always. Travel safe, and good luck with your next sound bath. I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> look it up. It's cool. I think you'd love it. All right, I might try it. All right, see ya. Love you. Okay, bye. Jamie with us. Tim Polenti, early next hour. It's time to get to a complimentary heat map analysis with your insulation estimate. Where does that happen? With my friend Andy Lindis and Lindis Construction.